Hello all, this is Blonde Haired Girl. So I wanted to talk a little bit more about what has been going on in my life regarding my mother's passing. Um, cause I had this, I, I was talking to my older sister about it and I, I was likening it to, and, and I just kind of make jokes cause I think it's funny to like a, an autoimmune disorder. It's like, I have this disorder I have and, and I live with it and I have these flare ups. So I had this flare up of my autoimmune disorder over like last week. So on Friday, I had by text gotten the message that my mother's house had sold. And I just had an immediate response. I just, I knew it was coming. But I just, and I I've been trying my best to just keep my mouth shut. Um, except I have on times been saying things about the rush on this thing. Like, I don't understand why everything is being done in warp speed. And I forget, I tend to forget trends in my life. (laughs) I forget this stuff. Like, I don't know. I guess I start every day new and I'm very Pollyanna. And so I forget just kind of how people are, if you know what I mean. Like, I don't know how else to describe it, but they just kind of forget how people are. And I honestly would have never dreamed in a million years that my mother would pass away and it would go down the way that it has. I would have never dreamed in a million years that it would go down the way that it went down. And it's totally in your perspective. Because, you know, so I have two sisters and it's completely in all of our own perspectives, how this thing has gone down. And I can only speak for mine. I mean, I can give inferences or give some kind of trying to have understanding of other people's point of view on this thing. But I just know how it has felt for me. And the day that she passed away was a pretty good like not a good day, but I mean, it was a, it was a day where my oldest sister and I, there was a lot of pause. There really was. I mean, there was just pause. There was, um, we, we were just talking and sharing stories and we were actually going through my mom's jewelry because I was looking for something in particular that I found a piece of jewelry that I actually wanted back that I had actually given my mother. It was really a beautiful piece. And, and we were, we were, so we were kind of going through my mother's jewelry to find things. And, 
um, talking about things. And I mean, it, it was just a really, really lovely time. And then my other sister came in and the whole tone changed and it became a mad dash to the finish line, which was getting her done. And the the first thing that went down was that that things that I felt like would be important to mom were not considered. And I was really, really glad that I was there to advocate. Because I ended up I ended up writing my mother's obituary and I and I ended up really interceding and interjecting because the prevailing thought was mom's not here. So basically the like so it doesn't matter what we do. Like mom was a Roman Catholic. This is her burial plot is in a Catholic cemetery. She went to Mass every Sunday of her life. And in fact, during COVID, my mom, she couldn't go to Mass, so Mass came to her. She attended virtually Mass three times on Sunday. And so I'm so glad that I was a voice to advocate for my mother's wishes. So some of the things that my mother would have wanted happened. And I have to say, throughout this whole process, my mother has been speaking to me and just over and over and over telling me, none of this matters. None of this matters. Don't worry about any of it. None of it matters. It just doesn't matter. Even though I've been, I have so the day after, so I, I spent the night, the, that night at my mother's house. So I slept in, in my mother's house. And, uh, and then the next night, I just had to get out of Dodge. I couldn't stay. And I came home, which is 100 miles away. And I live 100 miles away for a reason. Because what is happening right now is just a little, little snippet of my entire life, the way that it has always been. Uh, there's no point in me even talking if I'm going, like I remember going to Home Depot with one of my sisters and there was no point in me ever even talking. Like I could not get a word in edgewise ever. I just, I mean, there was just no point. I, so I just keep my mouth shut and I just go with the flow for the most part. But there have been three times in this process, all of which I don't think my sister has any idea how much, how upset I've been about it. Um, I, my mother loved books and I make jokes about it. My mother loved books probably more than she did her children. <laughs> I know that's not true, but she loved books. And she had these massive, I mean massive bookshelves in her in several rooms of her house 
that went all the way to the ceiling and just filled with books. My mom, even, I think like the week before my mother passed away, she started up her her uh, book club at the library. And my mother, not only did she do these but she would like dress the part and she would bring snacks that went along with the theme. I mean, my mom was incredibly thoughtful. <clears throat> and, and so I had said specifically, I had said, please do not touch these books over here. There was this certain one that I, of my mother's bookshelves that I was the most interested in. And it was filled with with um, books on space and philosophy. And I said, please do not touch these books. And I had not had a chance to, to look at them when I came in. When I had come back into town, they were on the bookshelf. And then the next day, they are all boxed up. All of these books are boxed up. So I had had this dream of either taking my mom's books to like a bookman's for resale or to take them to a library and have Joyce's Corner. That's my mother's name. And I had suggested that to them. And I guess, I guess one of my sisters looked into it for about a minute, but we would have had to have taken the books to them. And she found a way for the books, for people to haul these books away. So people came in, boxed up our, my mother's books and hauled them off to some book sale at downtown Phoenix for children in foster care. Now, I sound really cruel and awful to say, like, that I wouldn't want my mom's books to go to, you know, some, but honestly... And I had no say over this, none. And my mom's books are like, I got some of them, enough books that I have to get another bookshelf for my house, bookcase, a very small one. I don't need them to the roof and I, they're not going to line my walls. But <laughs> that was just one thing out of many that I... And I've just had to just be quiet and not say anything. And, <clears throat> and so when I mention things to my oldest sister, like, because there's been times where she's just told me a story and I've just lost it. Like, I just have been so angry. And my sister had such a reaction to it, like, that I was like, I'm not doing that again. So... I decided that when these flare-ups are going to happen, I'm going to call my the agency I work for gets I can get a licensed counselor 24/7. So I've been calling in. I've been calling in and I've been talking to somebody who doesn't know anything about the situation whatsoever and and, you know, so it's been quite an outlet for me and it's been very helpful. 
And so I, and so I called in. So, so on Friday, last Friday, I got a text message from my sister stating that my mother's house has sold. It's in escrow and I think it will close, I think like in 10 days or something. And I just went to this immediate, my mom has not even been gone for five weeks. And it went from from the shock of my mom passing away when she did to all of her belongings being out of the house, everything, like everything, to my mom's house being sold in in 5 weeks and it's just been warp speed and so i just i just could not help myself and i i just said i sent out a text and i said you know i just i don't understand the rush I just don't. And I never will. I don't believe I ever will understand the rush. And I'm angry. And I and I did say that I was angry because I am. And I wanted, I wanted one of my sisters in particular to know. I wanted her to know that I was angry. And that, and that this has just been, and this will be etched in my memory forever. Not that I'm going to stew on it. Not that I'm going to go into massive victim role on it. Although, to be honest, I have had no say over any of this. I mean, with the exception of making sure that my mother's wishes about her funeral were abided by. Because my mother was a devout Catholic. And so I haven't had any say over it. I mean, except for if I had just, you know, put up a stink the whole time, which I guess I could have done. Uh, But this has been my role. This has been my role. And in this, my family has been the one that had tried to make peace. So I'm the last person that I would have expected to be, you know, I don't know. But I just, I just find it unbelievable that there's been this mad rush. It's just been a rush. That's all I can say. And so over the weekend, I had this overwhelming feeling coming from me that my sister's perspective would be, and I think it has been for years, that my sister has viewed me as someone with a lack of gratitude toward what she does in particular. And so, so what came over me was that her perspective is that isn't it amazing what I've done in five weeks? That I've managed to, we've buried mom and I've managed to get all of her stuff taken care of in this house sold in five weeks. That's some pretty great speed, right? And so it's all in the perspective. 
And I don't know that I've ever given my sister the proper amount of gratitude that she has been looking for for me. I don't know if that's ever happened. I'm not, and I'm not exactly sure how, how to like come to, to that. And with the same degree that I don't feel like my sister has, has had the proper understanding of my perspective. Because this is, but to be like, I, I had no idea that it was going to go down like this. I did not know that, that she was going to be, be this way at this time. I didn't know that she was going to come in and dial this up and this was going to be done. And you can't really even like talk to her about, about, you know, like, because you can't talk to her actually about anything. And I, and I have actually found this in my life that there, I finally just came to the understanding that there were going to be people in my life that I could not talk to about anything pretty much. But especially if I had any problems in that relationship, I could not talk to them about it. There was no point. There was absolutely no point in talking to them. And so I'm kind of, in some ways, disappointed in myself that I said anything. But I just felt the need to like call it out that this has been way too fast for me. And I'm not saying like prolonging this forever, but I just don't understand the rush. I don't. I just don't understand it. And, and one of the issues for me is what I had said just a minute ago is this will be etched in my memory forever. This going down the way it went down. I, it is added to the grief for me. It, it, it like is added to, it, it feels like, like, I don't know. Like, it just feels like, like grief upon grief, just loss. My mother's belongings being taken with the least effort. Whatever was the easiest to do with them. Here, take it. And, and things have also happened that I haven't really called out on that I don't know that I ever will just behind, behind my back. Like I had, I had specifically asked for something and like to give an example, this is a, an absolute example. I, I had um, asked for um, my cousin. My cousin had called me and I had asked for some things for my cousins because my cousin had specifically asked me for some things. And so I had put some things aside for my cousins 
and their wives. And so I, I had, you know, like one of my mom's rosaries, I had to set these three things out. And then I was getting ready to take them so I could mail them. So I was getting ready to, to take the, and my sister specifically saw me going to take these. And I said, I'm going to take these and mail these. You won't have to do this. She's like, oh, no, 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 no. Just leave them. Because I can get like a discount on on shipping. And so I very, and I'm like, are you sure? I said, because I can, I can do this. It'll be one less thing you have to deal with. She goes, oh, no, no, just leave it. And so my other sister is there. I'm gone. And my other sister is there. And she goes, put, put all those into the sale. Put all that stuff in. Only keep one thing for each cousin. So she directly, like, I guess maybe, I'm not sure what the word is. She directly, like, did not do what I requested. What I had, the efforts that I had put in, she did exactly the opposite. She told my oldest sister to, and see, she was banking on the fact that I would never find out about that among other things. Because see, like what you don't know, you don't know, right? But you don't know, you don't know. So she, she was banking on the fact that I just wouldn't discover that. Even as I'm talking about it right now, I'm just... <clears throat> but anyway, so... Family dynamics, and this is the way it's, I did not know it was as bad as it is, that it was going to be as as bad as it has gone down, and it hasn't been terrible, terrible, but it still hasn't been great, and, and I just didn't realize that just, I don't know basically how blatantly it would go down that my requests in particular would be ignored. <clears throat> and so, so I sent the text and then the text was not, was there was like a text that came back. There was only a few texts that went down, but it became very apparent that, like I had said, that I did not have the proper amount of gratitude for what, she has been able to accomplish. And I don't know that she's ever going to get that from me. I, I don't know that, that there will ever come a time in my life where this person and I will really understand each other. Like, or have, like, she has no understanding of why I'm upset. None. She just thinks it's done and I should be glad and everything is perfect. Mom died in the perfect way. Everything couldn't be better. And see, it's all done. All done with that. And, and I'm sitting there <laughs> with <laughs> like... 
I just like, and it's not like, I don't know how to describe it exactly, but it's like, why? Why? But just why? And I, I just, and it will be edged. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not going to wallow in it and I'm not going to, but it will be edged in my memory that it went down this way. The collateral damage, the collateral, collateral damage of, of cleaning up the mess the way that it's been cleaned up. But in all actuality, this has been the issue forever. Our, our family dynamics, you know, and then we took, we took one more member out of our family every single time, because we've had a lot of loss in our family. My family has had a lot of loss and it's been, it's been my, my sister, my oldest sister's 12 year old son passed away of cancer. And then her her other child passed away in a motorcycle accident. So we've lost young people and for some reason with my oldest sister the most, but, um, and every single loss sort of chipped away at our family because our, your family dynamics changes and you have to adjust. You have to adjust every single time like something like this happens, you take a piece of that puzzle out and you're like, Oh, well now what do you do? Now what do you do? And, and everybody's reacting to it like in their own way. And the sister that I'm referring to is it just life goes on. Life goes on is normal. Like we just have to get on with it. And, and I'm sitting there like, like in some ways, we're never getting on with it. It's never going to be the same. We're going to have to make a, a new, a different, a different way. And so I guess, I don't know, maybe it's me allowing her her way of grieving and my way of grieving. And I I mean, I'm just, (laughs) I just need a pause. And so I'm taking a pause and I just do things my own way. And I, I, I let them know, I let my sisters know early on in this process that, that, that I, because I had an immediate reaction to my sister's level of intensity. I mean, I had, I got out of Dodge. I left. I was like, I can't stay here another minute. And I drove home. And then I came back the next week and it was almost as bad. But I let, I just let her know that, um, not necessarily the whole truth about it, but that this is my 
my temperament. I'm a little bit more of an Eeyore. Not an Eeyore, a piglet. I'm more of a piglet. And she's like a tigger. (laughs) And my other sister's like, no, my sister's more like the rabbit. This sister I'm referring to is like the rabbit. She's very much like the rabbit. I'm like Piglet, and I'm just saying, what's happening? My mom's gone, and now all of her books are gone, too. (laughs) And so what is the moral of this story? guess it has to do with like family dynamics that were already strained that had been strained my whole life and and now they're all just like blaringly obvious and I'm not sure what the outcome is going to be I don't know for me I don't know it's it's um I I know that the family dynamic is already there. I know and I and it was already there and now it's totally obvious and now I've, you know, had another episode and and I also know that there's no point in me talking about it or sending texts about it. It's just a done deal and there's nothing that I can do about it. I just have to accept it. I just have to accept it and find some sense of just, I guess, moving on with my life. And, and, um, but I'm not really sure what this all looks like. And because we had massive problems before my mom passed away and my family. Massive. And, and I, but we have managed to get along for this for this occasion. So we've all three risen up to this occasion. But I did ask my 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 middle sister. I said, "What do you think is going to happen from here?" And she has very very short snippet answers for me. I'm just going to move on. I'm just moving on. But I don't even know what that means. I don't even know what that means that she's just moving on. Like it's 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 like an answer to just appease for the moment, but I don't know what her greater intentions are. So we'll just have to see how this goes down and I I guess I just shouldn't have any expectation about anything ever because in the case of, of my family, those expectations are like, a, it's pointless for me to have any expectations because <laughs> this sounds so morbid, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, ironically, I have a wonderful life. I have an amazing life. I, I, you know, and I have these three children that are, that are my family. I ha- this is my family. Are my children and myself and my dog. I do have 
a little bit of extended family that I hang out with sometimes. We do stuff together sometimes um, on occasions, but my family are, are my children and myself. And, and now my mother, which has, she has been talking to me through this whole process saying, you know, do not worry about any of this and none of it matters. None of it matters. She just keeps like really letting me know not to worry about any of this. Uh, None of it matters. And it doesn't. But guess I guess the quality of my life or the quality of the way that I want to feel is such that that I I don't want to disturb that. And it's been disturbed, but I will get back to some normalcy in my own life. And and I don't know what the future for my extended family is. I have no idea. <laughs> that's a that's a territory that I that I have not been through yet (laughs) guess it is on what we create but honestly I have no say over the creation of that none that's very obvious (laughs) (laughs) I'm laughing because I have no idea what this podcast is about like what am I talking about like family dynamics just suck (laughs) I don't think they do in every family. It's just, I have a very, very complicated family, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. (laughs) Anyway, I will be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.